Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. So nice to have you around today, just after 11 o'clock, as we always do. Uh, we take a break from the music for a little bit and sit and chat. And today is our day with Concordia Lutheran Ministries and Concordia itself. We always uh, talk about Concordia visiting nurses as well. So it's kind of one package. And we're going to get to that in a second. We're talking about the spiritual care program today, and it's kind of part two. So we're going to be finishing out what we started a couple of weeks ago. A couple of reminders for you, though. If you like what you hear today, you want to hear it again, what you can do is go online to WISR680.com. It's going to be the podcast of the day. You get to the menu bar, you find programs, Let's Talk, then Concordia, and you're there. Okay, mobile devices, you have your free download of the free app, and we can be together with you on your Android or iPhone devices. So, all right, let's get into part two. Of course, Dino Capistrani, synonymous with Concordia <laughs> Lutheran Ministries. I'm sorry, Pat, do we have the, the no, trumpets? Please. We no, weren't prepared with the trumpets yeah, trumpets today. for Dino just is not a good fit. So we'll <laughs> let that go to another yearly holiday. <laughs> and of course, with him today is Pastor Ben Osterling. Welcome, Pastor. How are you? Thank you. Very good. Thanks for having me. It's nice to have you here. We're going to get to you here in just a second because we have a lot of questions for you. So let's get into this. And, and Dino, I know we're going to be talking to Pastor Ben a lot today, yeah. but can you give us that quick synopsis of what this spiritual care program is about? Yeah, our last program, we talked about this program and how we, the program of spiritual care and how we had developed it. And we talked about some of the things that it can do. But today we really do have one of our spiritual care counselors, and that is Pastor Ben Osterling. So today we can get a little bit deeper into what goes on in the home and what uh, scenarios that could come about, particularly because Pastor Ben has been there and he's experienced it and he's seen people who have diagnoses that are serious enough for them to start thinking a little bit about their future possibly their spiritual well-being, or reconnecting with, with their creators. So today, it's really getting down deep into the trenches, if you will, of what happens with the program from a counselor's perspective. So much to the displeasure of many of your listeners, I will be speaking very less on this. And Pastor silent ben. today, Dino Capistrani. What's going on? And my wife has got to be dying right now. <laughs> well, i got one more question for you before Certainly. we get into it. Because one piece that I really took home with mm -hmm. me last time we talked, is that you need a doctor's script for this. So explain how that happens before we get into the, the meat of the program. Absolutely. You know, when we went ahead and created this program here, one of the things that we have to always do is to oblige by the license that we have as a home health care agency. So as we were developing this program here, we wanted to roll it out, but we found out from the state that, yeah, you can go ahead and do this, which we were pleased at, but they had recommended that physicians need to write an order for spiritual care, very much like what they do when they write an order in regards to skilled nursing or therapy or other things of that nature. So we were able to go ahead and do that. And quite frankly, on many cases, doctors have no difficulties at all on being able to do this. And Pastor Ben today will be able to share some statistical information from university studies on how spiritual care actually does help in part of the physical well-being. So yes, you do need to have an order, but it's a simple way to do that. And uh, Pastor Ben can share some light on that. So Pastor Ben, I do want to ask you this question because first off, when somebody hears a spiritual care program and they're hearing that you need a doctor's script, it may be a little confusing because why can't I just call my clergy or, you know, just call up Concordia and say I need a visit? 
Hmm. Yeah, that was uh, actually confusing for me at first too. Um, but it is. It's a. Uh, it's a state requirement. It's actually a federal requirement. We actually took it all the way back to uh, to Congress to try to find out about it. It's just something they require for us to be able to be in the home as a home health agency. So give us a little bit of a picture or a large picture of what happens whenever you go into somebody's home. Now, Concordia has folks living on campuses, right. and you're going into people's homes. First of all, I should ask, do you do both? Whenever we have patients for the visiting nurses on campus, um, I, I will go in and visit with them. Um, but mainly we are in people's homes, and uh, we just really try to um, connect with them, try to get them to open up and be able to talk. Sometimes um, the nurses, the therapists, people in there uh, are just too busy to be able to spend the time that they would like to be able to do um, to be able to let them open up and talk out the issues that they have. So we answer those questions about where is God, why is he letting these issues happen to me, um, and just try to, to give them peace through that. Could we just do a half hour on that right there? Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of us want to know those questions, too. <laughs> but So give us a picture of when you go into someone's house. Uh, we'll, I, I guess we'll start with those that are faith-based, because I'm sure you run into a lot of folks who are not. Yes, we do. Um, when we get into someone's house, again, just trying to um, give them the opportunity um, to be able to, to talk about the issues that they have, um, I will often start off with, um, my relationship with the Lord and see where that goes. And uh, if, if they're open to that, we'll, we'll talk about that. If not, we'll maybe go a different route um, to be able to connect with them um, about the things that they're going through. So, Pastor Ben, you're a Lutheran pastor? I'm actually not. You're not a Lutheran I, pastor. Okay, because see, that's there's the confusion, because right. with Concordia Lutheran Ministries, right. you think everyone's a Lutheran. So how do. do you get over that? hurdle, if you will, with folks saying, but you're a Lutheran-based organization. Well, the, the nice thing about it is, even though we are a Lutheran-based organization, I am actually independent Baptist myself, and the, the support that we provide for the community is non-denominational. We have that in our uh, in our paperwork, that we are non-denominational in the community, just trying to reach them um, at, at a base level. We don't get into the uh, faith traditions and the backgrounds like that. We just try to stick with the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, mainly the Word of God because we believe that it can really help uh, comfort and encourage someone through the issues that they're in. So, Well, now let's say someone is interested in this kind of program. They have a doctor's script. We've gotten to that point. And maybe, Dino, I should ask you this. Mm -hmm. um, can they request if I'm a Lutheran, can I get a Lutheran pastor? If I'm Methodist, can I get a Methodist? What if I'm Jewish? How do you handle that and connect people in that way? Well, actually, I'm going to defer that to Pastor Ben because so many um, instances he has had that. And, uh, you know, the start of care nurse will find out if there's someone is interested in spiritual care. And then at that point there, once the doctor's notes or the, the script is made, then Pastor Ben goes in. Pastor, share with us in certain instances that uh, if, you, if you've gone into a home and you uh, there's a person of a different denomination, a Christian-believing person, and then maybe you can share with us maybe somebody who is um, a non-believer but yet has asked for a spiritual care visit. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we, we, we don't. We have um, a couple other um, chaplains as well, and uh, most of them are non-denominational as well. What we can do is is if someone really does want a Lutheran pastor or a Methodist pastor, we can try to connect them with uh, the community, with maybe a church that they had been a part of that can come back in and visit with them. But um, sometimes people are a little bit uh, concerned about it up front, but usually we can get through that pretty easily. Uh, again, just going back 
back to the Word of God and just trying to uh, show them that we're not there to try to force them into some belief, but we're just there to try to encourage and comfort them. And we have really um, gotten into many different backgrounds of faith traditions without much issue. You know, a lot of times, Tracy, when people are ill and they have been ill for a lengthy period of time and they're at this particular state right now where the illness is magnified, they may not have been able to visit their place of worship for quite a while for a variety of reasons, whether it's the illness or they just have moved away. And so many cases, the spiritual care program will get back to their uh, place of worship and contact their spiritual leader, their pastor, their priest, and let them know that so-and-so has been bedridden, we've had a spiritual care visit, and they had reached out and asked us to contact you. And in those cases, the church, the congregation, uh, is first aware that the member um, is ill and needs a visit, and then that seamless transition where that uh, spiritual leader of that congregation, the client's actual church, makes a visit. And without Pastor Ben and his uh, partners, if you will, in our spiritual care program, that congregation may not know that this person is suffering or having a difficulty with an illness. Yeah, and that happens a lot. And and, and really, we're not trying to be um, to, to replace anyone's past or anyone's church. We're really trying to reconnect them and uh, maybe be there for them if they don't have that. So. so when you leave a person's home, what do you leave behind with them? And, and when you leave that moment, are you allowed to come back again with the doctor's script? Do you have so many visits right. that you can make? We, we take that uh, case by case. Um, we get one uh, initially, but uh, it's pretty it's pretty open for us if we feel that maybe someone's struggling with something very deep, uh, something that they really need to work through and they don't have someone to talk through it with them, we definitely can go back multiple times, and we have uh, many times. And we have many resources uh, that we leave uh, that can help walk them through the issues that they're going through, um, and even some things uh, such as the daily breads to meditate on and to read scripture. And uh, Concordia is great in that it has Alzheimer's support groups, grief support groups, and we have papers for that that we leave them too to try to connect them there that might get some help as well. We're talking with Concordia Lutheran Ministries, Concordia Visiting Nurses, of course. So, uh, we always talk with Dino Capistrani about both. Pastor Ben Osterling here today, one of Concordia's spiritual care counselors, and we're talking about the spiritual care program where you need a script from a doctor, but still it's a fabulous, fabulous program to get you connected with your faith or if you have no faith and get connected in that way. And Pastor Ben, I know I chuckled whenever you hit those hard-hitting questions that we all want to know, but, but seriously, whenever you're talking to somebody and they're wanting to know, you know, does he care? Is he punishing me? You know, why is this happening to me? What do you say? How do you respond generally? Wow, that's a very deep question, like you said. Uh, there, there's, and it, it takes a while to get through, but there's many, uh, many passages that I go to. We go to passages in the New Testament where, um, where Jesus is uh, talking to his disciples, and he points out some things that happened in his day and say, says, do you think that God is punishing these more than other people? Uh, no, it's just that God's will might be shown in their life. And so we talk about that. I really like the Psalms. Psalms are, are one of my favorite places to go um, because you see people that are crying out to God that are real people that are struggling with real issues, uh, and, and you find that, that God is still in control and He helps walk them through that. Um, and so I do spend a lot of time there in the Psalms. A two-folded question for you. I want to ask, who is this open to? But on the flip side, who are the patients, not by name, but just generally, um, who are those patients that are asking for you and your colleagues 
do they have certain diseases? Do they have certain conditions or at the end of life? Or what is it that you normally see? Well, it's open to anyone. Um, and we do offer, in fact, uh, they're supposed to be offered, every one of our patients is supposed to be offered a spiritual care visit, um, a free uh, visit from us. But sometimes as as time goes on, the clinicians will see some, some specific needs. And uh, some of those things might be a life-limiting illness. It seems that when people are suffering with the thought of, uh, eternity, the thought of their life ending, they do start to, to think about those spiritual things and where am I going to go? Um, other things are depression, anxiety, people that are just overwhelmed with life. Loneliness is another big one. Um, so those are some of the key things that we do look for and we try to focus on those. We have patients ranging from, you know, a knee replacement to um, about to go to hospice. And so it's, it's a big range. You know, when Pastor talks about life-limiting illnesses here, we often recognize quite possibly that hospice care uh, is that. And, you know, Good Samaritan Hospice, being our sister company, has its own uh, chaplains to be able to help with them. But we do have a program, which is palliative care, which is really kind of a bridge-carrying program for people with a serious illness, a life-limiting illness. They don't have a diagnosis from their doctor saying that their death may be imminent. They just have a very serious illness. And they recognize that. And in many cases, Pastor Ben and his, his colleagues will see that those, that particular community are the ones who may inquire more about spiritual care because you know their life has been limited they have some serious illness and it concerns them as well as their family so sometimes they they want to get their house in order and they want to be able to reconnect with their family and also to deal with um, some of the things that that they're they're currently having as an illness and those tend to elevate more to the top because it is, as Pastor Ben had mentioned, a life-limiting serious illness. You know, we've talked about before about pub or public affairs, uh, physical therapy. I'm thinking of all the letters in my head, PT, mm -hmm. and uh, and how you don't have to be a part of Concordia to be able to take advantage of those services. Is this that kind of service with the spiritual care program? If I'm not associated with Concordia Lutheran Ministries right now for any reason, can I still ask my doctor for a script and have you come into my home? Well, in many cases here, Tracy, it's just as part of our overall home health care order. You probably need to be in the hospital or you can get an order from your doctor direct. But in many cases here, you've just had a pretty serious episode in the hospital. And what you are, um, you're discharged early. We've talked about that many times on the air. And you still are in need of skilled uh, care, nursing care or physical therapy. In that particular case, spiritual care is part of that over-encompassing care that we offer as a home health care agency. It's just a great opportunity for us as a faith-based organization to share something that has been a tradition of ours for over 130 years. And we recognize that spiritual care itself is part of the healing process. And so it's part of the home care order, the same things that go on when you need a skilled nurse and therapy. But those clinicians understand that when they see those trigger uh, communiques or if there's a certain illness to bring in Pastor Ben and his colleagues to be able to go ahead and offer a more advanced spiritual care program. 
Right. So you do need to be part of Concordia to be able to get that. But even if someone has been discharged, we still can. If they missed that, if something was missed there, um, we still can go back and, and uh, help them if, if they're in need. So. And can't this service be a, a great benefit to Pastor Ben? Because a lot of congregations out there um, are in between pastors. Maybe somebody got a call. Maybe somebody got appointed, Absolutely. depending, of course, on the right. denomination. But, um, but maybe they're in between pastors and they don't have that pastor to come. Yeah, and that's something that happens a lot um, when you go into to homes. Uh, I was even surprised at how many churches are in between pastors, you know, or, or sharing multiple uh, churches with a pastor, and he, he just doesn't have time to be able to come out, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I believe it is a good service for those in that uh, capacity that we can come in and try to support them in that way. So talk about folks who don't have any faith at this point, uh, but would still like to investigate this a little bit with you or one of your colleagues. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. We have patients of all backgrounds. I've personally been into homes of atheists, agnostics, uh, Jewish people, many other culture and religious backgrounds. And uh, the truth is we really have no idea what a patient's particular faith is when we uh, walk through their doors. So as we're uh, talking about their health and their emotional struggles, I do, again, try to share with them uh, Jesus Christ. But if I determine that that's something that they, they don't want to go down, a road that they don't want to go down, I don't push them and, and just kind of redirect. And, and there's many other ways that I can uh, try to support them and try to connect with them and try to provide encouragement for them through the issue that they're going through, even if uh, they don't want to go down that road uh, with Jesus. So, uh, left wing Folks, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Concordia Lutheran Ministries. I'm glad that we're talking about this particular topic because I think it's really tough right now, and I think it's an important topic to discuss anytime, even if we're talking about Christmas. And when we're talking about the holidays, I know that's not for some time, but when we're talking about the holidays, society says, oh, we need to be happy. And during the holidays, it can be really rough. And so I'm just wondering what your viewpoint is on that. Because I'm also wondering if you see an increase during the holidays of depression. Do you get more calls whenever you're talking about a holiday season? It can be. I just uh, I actually just sent out a message to our uh, field staff this last week, just reminding them to look out for those things, because some of our patients are struggling. Maybe they really don't have a lot of uh, home support, and they are struggling physically, and so they really get depressed. They really get overwhelmed, and they really do need someone to talk to about these things. So they, it does uh, sometimes increase. And you know what? Even after this time here, in many cases here, and I had a family member who would always struggle with depression, uh, coming in January and February because there has been so much attention mm-hmm. given with visits and with, you know, gatherings and, uh, you know, the gifts that we exchange during the holiday that when that is all over and they're home alone and let's compound that with being home alone and ill, um, the depression can potentially kick in. So for any of the listeners out there who know of anybody who has had an episode in the hospital and has been discharged um, and quite possibly has an order with Concordia visiting nurses, but yet they're seeing some serious concern in regards to their mental state. Um, It's not a bad idea to talk to that particular nurse and ask Mm -hmm. them for a spiritual care visit because uh, there could be some good news, if you will, to help them through those bleak winter months post-Christmas. Dean, I know we have more conversation to go, but let's get the contact information out there for Concordia in case someone has some questions or would like to know more about all of this. Well, this program specifically is through Concordia Visiting Nurses. Of course, Pastor Ben is on the entire chaplaincy team, but for spiritual care in home care, they can certainly contact us 
us here locally, 724-352-6200. They can ask for Pastor Ben, or they can ask for myself, and we can give them some information. We do have in all of our admissions packets a brochure that outlines the spiritual care program. And of course, they can certainly go online to our website, which is www.concordiavn, which is part of Concordia's main site, but VN stands for visitingnurses.org. So concordiavn.org. Pastor Ben, at the beginning of our program, Dino had mentioned that you have some t- statistics with you, and, and especially from the University of Maryland, Maryland Medical Center. Um, share what you have about that and in and, and the way that this wraps into this kind of program. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Uh, some of them even uh, caught me a little bit by surprise. Um, uh, I was reading, said, scientific research is showing that when people practice spiritual exercises, that their health is positively impacted. And uh, there was a poll of doctors by the American Academy of Family Physicians that said 99% of physicians say that religious beliefs can make a positive contribution to uh, the healing process. So that's a that's a huge number of uh, physicians that seem to realize, although they might not agree on the spiritual aspects that um, they're talking about as a base, but something there can provide uh, peace and encouragement. You know, and that's precisely why we really had very little difficulty when we were, you know, uh, regulated by the licensure to make sure that we had a physician's order. Physicians understand that based upon the stats that uh, Pastor Ben has just shared. You know, 99% of physicians say that religious belief makes a positive contributions to the healing process. That's overwhelmingly in support. And uh, that proved true when we went ahead and rolled mm-hmm. this program out. We have I don't believe that we've ever had a pushback from a physician stating that a particular client uh, is interested in spiritual care. Yeah, there, there's been a couple, but it's not very—I would say the 99% factor is, is about right what mm-hmm. we've seen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a great program. It's the Spiritual Care Program with Concordia Visiting Nurses. And, um, and again, folks, if you want to hear all of this again, feel free and go into our website— at WISR680.com and download that program or just listen to that. You'd go to Programs, Let's Talk, and then Concordia, and it'll be there for you um, today. I'm sure all of this is online, as you yep. always like to, to yep. say, Dino, and, and this can be uh, found online. Um, I want to get your final thoughts, Pastor Ben, but before we do, I wanted to take you for a couple of minutes through the website. So, folks, if you're online or if you are accessing this with your smartphone. You can go concordialm.org, and that's going to be the website that you're going to need in order to check out anything Concordia, if you will. And so you can get on there, and you can find the sections like about, locations, the care levels, and services. There is a section on there for uh, home and community services, There is a section on there for events and news. And I know as we have talked to Concordia through the many, many uh, years that we have talked to them, there have been many, many events with Concordia. But right now, uh, a lot of the events have been postponed. So if you get online and you check out that page, you can see information pertaining to events and possibly when they may start to reoccur. 
So again, that website is concordialm.org. You're more than welcome to get on there. And you know, I always want to mention the career aspect of this too, because we've talked to Dino many times in the past where Concordia is always expanding. Of course, they have locations in Ohio, Florida, of course, many locations around Western Pennsylvania. And because of that, they're always looking for great personnel to jump on board with Concordia. So that is an opportunity if you are looking for a job, if you're looking for a career in this field, that you're more than welcome to go on to Concordia LM.org and you can check out information from there. And also a good reference for information is online when, of course, we talk about the online newsletter. So, of course, you can always call Concordia if you have any questions, if you want to talk to them about visiting, if you want to talk to them about information that you've heard right here on the radio, you're more than welcome to do that at any time. And the nice thing about being online, you have a form that you can fill out for a visit if you'd like to do that as well. Now, I want to get both of your final thoughts. We only have a couple of minutes left. Pastor Ben, I'm going to start with you. Dino, I'm going to uh, close with you. But uh, if you could just give us your final thoughts on this kind of program and, and how it benefits the people that really utilize the ben- utilize the program and ask for it. Right. Yeah, I, I could sit here and talk about it all day because I'm excited about it and, and just give stories of those that, ha- that have been v- benefited from it. Um, but I've seen many, uh, many examples of that, uh, people that are struggling with issues of, of worrying about where they're going to go when they die, worrying about suffering, worrying about um, why God is doing this to them, and, and just helping them walk through that to, to really give them peace in their heart, to really see um, that, that, uh, that support and really, really see that peace come over their face, and, and for them to be able to rest in the fact that God loves them and, and that God is not punishing them for something that they've done, um, and, and to some times be able to come to a relationship with him that they didn't have before uh, is just an amazing thing to me. And I'm glad to be uh, part of a company that uh, sees the need for that in a medical uh, medical field. So, Thank you so much. Yeah. Dino. You know, I, I can't really add many more words to what Pastor Ben uh, has said. This is a wonderful program. There's not too many programs like this across the country. As a matter of fact, I think I mentioned in our first segment here that there was a faith-based Lutheran um, continuing care retirement community in the St. Louis area that had a pretty large home health care agency, and we were together for a conference a few years ago when we were talking about rolling this out, and they have never heard of anything like this, so we're pretty pleased to be able to offer it. Very special, too. And, and I even had uh, folks approach me after the last time you and I talked, mm-hmm. Dino, and uh, folks in this community said, I didn't know they had that. Yeah, That's I've a pretty heard. interesting program. I've so heard I'm the same thing, yeah. so we're pretty excited to yeah. be able to be on the air. And, and you know, we may have Pastor Ben back again, absolutely. digging a little bit deeper about this program. Absolutely. Dino Capistrani, Marketing Director of Concordia Visiting Nurses, and we always talk Concordia as well. We yeah, lump sure. you in, you know, together. And Pastor uh, Ben Osterling, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. And folks, again, thank you for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk Again online. Uh, your apps, you can get those and download us and join us on your mobile devices. And then, of course, you always have us on Alexa-powered devices as well. So what you do with Alexa 
is you just simply say, Alexa, play WISR 680, and that will bring us up as we're broadcasting. I know we're closing our program at this point. But at any time, if you want to hear our station or hear these programs, you can do that as we're broadcasting. Now, if you want to listen to this as the podcast, again, go back onto the website of WISR680.com, and that's how you would hear the podcast. But you can listen to the podcast at your leisure. You can listen to it as many times as you would like and pass it along if you would like to do that as well. But we just enjoy spending the time with you. So thank you very much for allowing us into your home. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.